Hello, and welcome to the Supernova Yoga Nidra podcast. I'm Shannon McPhee, creator of Supernova.yoga, and I'm delighted to welcome you to our community. With the exception of this introductory episode, this is going to be a non-traditional podcast that shares Yoga Nidra guided meditation. So rather than our episodes being a regular conversation, in future podcasts, I'll be guiding Yoga Nidra practice. Yoga Nidra is incredibly beneficial, it's powerful, and healing. If the practice is new to you, we'll cover what you need to know in this introductory podcast. The word Nidra actually means sleep in Sanskrit, the language of yoga. So it's practiced lying down at rest. We literally lie down on a bed, a sofa, on a mat, on the floor. Hopefully you'll have a few pillows to use to keep yourself comfortable and perhaps keep a blanket handy. And sometimes, since we're lying down at rest, people do fall asleep during their yoga nidra practice. This is totally okay. Our bodies sometimes need rest more than they need insight. When we can't take care of ourselves at a base level, it's really hard to shine and to grow. So if your body needs rest most of all, it's going to go ahead and take it as soon as you give it an opportunity where you slow down. Yoga Nidra guides our mind into rest. And ultimately, as we practice, we aim to keep our minds aware while our bodies find deep, restorative rest. It can be a little tricky at first, but with regular practice, you might find it much easier in time. But probably soon enough, you'll get a little overworked or underrested again and probably fall asleep or drift in and out of sleep during your yoga nidra practice. The really interesting thing about yoga nidra is that there is a lot of science underneath all of the magic that we experience during our practice. As we go through our days, we're operating in different brainwave states. Our bodies create electricity and this biochemistry is what powers us, it's what gives us energy. And when we're walking around day to day, we're in the brainwave state of beta. It's when our minds are active. Hopefully you're in beta right now as you're listening. It's what allows us to take in information and be involved with the world. And beta is a beautiful thing. It's what got us to the moon. It helped us find more ways to look for cures for cancer. It keeps us connected to others. And it's a really beautiful state of being awake, alive, and alert. But the trouble is that in our modern society, we're so connected all the time now that we're chronically in beta. And when we're chronically in beta, our bodies don't have an opportunity to do all of their repair and healing work that happens in our other brainwave states. Yoga Nidra can help us fix that. Ideally, we get into our different brainwave states at night when we're sleeping. And when we're sleeping, of course, we're not conscious. The beauty of Nidra is that it gives us all of the rest and energetic restoration that happens with sleep. But since we aim to stay alert during our Yoga Nidra practice, we get a lot more insight and conscious awareness of all of this knowledge that's sitting inside of us, but usually filtered out of our day-to-day experience while we're in beta. 
So not only do we get some deep healing and restoration for all of our chronic stress and anxiety, we also get some physical healing that happens as our bodies have the space to do their work of putting us back together again after we do all of the things that we like to do in life. And therein lies some of the benefits of our yoga nidra practice. It can be a, an incredible tool to help us heal from anxiety and stress. A little bit of stress is actually a good thing. It motivates us to grow and to try hard. But more and more of us are living in chronic stress now the world over. We're really worried about a lot of things and perhaps rightly so. But all of that anxiety is toxic for our bodies. So once we get into patterns where we're always worried about the future, always a little bit stressed about what might happen, a practice like Yoga Nidra can be profoundly healing and helping us come back to a place of peace so that our bodies can do good work and then we don't necessarily end up in the situations we're worried about in the first place. It's deeply healing and of course, a meditation practice that has sleep in the name of it can be incredibly healing for those suffering from insomnia. It's often said that an hour of yoga nidra practice is equivalent to three hours of sleep. And while I'm not particularly aware of any scientific studies that have tried to validate those claims, when we think back to the fact that yoga nidra brings us into our deeper brainwave states, there is possibly some truth to that. We operate in beta, as we mentioned, and as we enter our yoga nidra practice, we sink a little deeper into a state called alpha. That's the state that we experience in a light meditation. And then as we continue into our practice, we can move into a state called theta. That's actually the state that we're in when we're dreaming at night. Sometimes when we fall asleep in nidra practice, we move into delta. Those brainwaves are long, deep, and slow, and that's where our body does its great healing work. So again, if you do happen to drift into sleep or perhaps in and out of sleep during your nidra practice, you really shouldn't worry about it at all because it's in that delta state that your mind and body are able to do their greatest healing work. Of course, in theta, we get all kinds of really cool insight during our nidra practice, but when you look at all of the opportunities to move through our brainwave states just as we do when we're sleeping, it's clear that there might be some truth to the matter or to the claim that an hour of nidra is worth three hours of sleep. And part of the really cool thing about yoga nidra practice is that it includes some guidance on an insight journey. Through that insight journey, we get to connect with our true self. We all have something special inside of us and we like to really clutter it up with all of the activity of our day-to-day -day lives and all of our worries and our cares. But inside each of us is something really unique and something really special. It's always there. We don't have to try harder or be someone else to get to that space. We just have to clear away all the junk on the surface so that we can feel that space just as it is right now. And Yoga Nidra practice gives us an opportunity to connect to that space and to come back to feeling whole. It's really powerful and I do hope you'll give it a try. So if you're thinking about what to expect in this strange yoga of sleep, you should know that every practice is different. 
Even if you listen to the same Yoga Nidra recording, you'll have a different experience every time. It's pretty cool how that works, and sometimes our subconscious minds seem to wake up or come back to awareness at exactly the right point for us to receive some insight from ourselves. Of course, Yoga Nidra styles also vary, so perhaps you might try a few different teachers. This podcast will offer you Yoga Nidra guided meditations from me, but if these don't work for you, there are plenty of apps and communities, both online and in the real world, to help you find other teachers and other opportunities to practice and listen within. Hopefully, when you do practice Yoga Nidra, it'll help you set something called a Sankalpa at the beginning of your practice. The Sankalpa is a really powerful tool. It translates roughly to truth vow, but ultimately our Sankalpa is our highest manifestation of ourselves and a truth that we really want to embody and live. The cool thing about our Sankalpa is that it helps us transform a limiting belief into one of liberation. So whatever's really holding us back, During our Nidra practice, we take the time to turn that entirely around and then feel the truth in those words. We stop beating ourselves up and we start shining bright from deeply within ourselves through this powerful tool. So I hope that as you do your research or your homework on finding the best Yoga Nidra practices for you, it'll include a Sankalpa so that you can use this powerful tool to really unlock all of your limitless potential and growth. So if you're ready now to try a Yoga Nidra practice on our podcasts, you might take a few moments to get ready. You can look for a comfy place to lie down. Some people like lying down in their bed or on a sofa or even the floor. Gather up whatever pillows or blankets you might need. For me, my low back tends to get a little sore as I'm lying there for a while, so I like to place something underneath my low back to keep it comfortable. Other people like rolling up a blanket for under their knees. If you do have low back pain or tension, rather than just soreness from lying on the floor, rolling something under your knees can be really helpful. And most of us tend to overprop our necks and create a little bit of strain there. So if you find your necks rolling from one side or the other, you might just need to roll up a towel and place it at the back of your neck to keep your head resting and straight. You'll probably get a little cooler during your Nidra practice, so you might want to grab a blanket, drape it over yourself so you can rest comfortably. And of course, it's probably ideal to avoid some caffeine right before you practice Yoga Nidra. If it's been a few hours and you're feeling kind of that energy dip or a little bit sleepy, you're probably ready to practice Nidra. But if you find you're really wired, the caffeine might be keeping you from sinking into your practice and really getting into it. But if you feel like you need Nidra right here and now, then you're probably ready. One of the other cool benefits about Yoga Nidra practice is that as our brains get used to being in these different brainwave states while we're still aware and alert, we begin to be able to understand how it feels to be in a meditative state overall. So if you're also interested in trying out other types of traditional meditation, breath awareness, or observation of sensation, you might find Nidra helps you access those states as well as you try out other practices. 
So there are all kinds of incredible reasons to try Yoga Nidra. It's something that just about anybody can do. If you can listen, you can practice Yoga Nidra. You can get all of these healing benefits. You can reconnect with yourself. You can go layer by layer through your human experience. We move through our physical layer, our energetic layer, our thoughts and emotions to our insight. And then we connect with what really fuels our bliss as we move back into connection with our true selves. It's a pretty simple practice. All you've got to do is be willing to lie down and listen. Every single Yoga Nidra experience is different, and every single one helps us restore our connections between our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. So I hope that you'll give yourself the gift of coming back to your own truth soon. And I hope you'll tune in and join us and become a part of our Supernova Yoga Nidra community. Thanks so much. Hari Om. Tatsat. All is truth. All is reality. And all is good. Namaste.